I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jerry Lawler, who, of course, the king. He uh, grew up watching him wrestle in Memphis, Tennessee as a little boy. Uh, this is real. You can't make this stuff up. My family in Memphis was Uncle Butch and Aunt Barbara. Aunt Barbara was my dad's sister. Or is my dad's sister. She's with us. And I. Uh, but I would stay at my grandma's house and then go over to Aunt Barbara and Uncle Butch's house. And they had three kids, Barry, Brandy, and BJ. And my Uncle Butch would sit on Sunday or Saturday. I can't remember Saturday or Sunday. But we would watch wrestling. And he would drink Pabst Blue Ribbon with salt on the rim. And I would sit in the chair next to him. And he was, is, I'm telling you, like, he'd look you in the eye and tell you there's, there's uh, uh, Jerry, it was Jerry Lawler, Elvis Presley, and Martin Luther. Those days, three kings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. And, they, and he was intensely serious about that statement. Born November 29th in Memphis, Tennessee, he is, without question, one of the greatest wrestling champions of all time, having won a staggering 168 titles in a career that spanned five decades, highlighted by his highly publicized feud with comedian Andy Kaufman. You can listen to his podcast, The Jerry Lawler Show, and this past Saturday marked the 10th anniversary of him surviving a near-fatal heart attack live on WWE Raw. Please welcome, wrestling legend and friend of the show, the king, Jerry Lawler. You know, it was actually, I had to think about it. It was Elvis Presley, Jerry Lawler, and Jesus Christ. Those are the three kings. (laughs) Even better. That's how it was. You say, son, there are three kings in Memphis, Tennessee. Elvis Presley, Jerry Lawler, and Jesus Christ. Perfect. Mr. Jerry Lawler, how are you? I am fine. Thank you very much. But I, I was—I I hear you just played my WWE entrance music. But before that, I, was there a reason that you played "Bad Company" until the day I die? Was that was that intended for me? <laughs> yes, we're sending you the messages. The the cardiac arrest. It, uh, hey, <laughs> I got to tell you, man. After knowing about the Andy Kaufman bit with Letterman and and the work, the greatest work ever known in the history of professional wrestling, maybe in television. I. Uh, I, I honestly, in my heart, had to go, he wouldn't try. He, I know it was a real heart attack. Correct? Yes, correct. Yes, you, really and, and, you know, I, I always like to, I try to set the story straight because uh, everybody says, you know, that I had a heart attack. In reality, it was not a heart attack. Uh, it was a cardiac arrest, which are two totally different things. A heart attack is when you have clogged arteries and 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 uh, blood clot or something st- stops up your 
you know, your, your veins or your arteries and that sort of stuff. And then your, your heart is damaged by a lack of blood flow or you can die from that, of course. Right. right. But uh, cardiac arrest is when for one reason or other, your heart just suddenly stops beating and only seven out of a thousand people that have cardiac arrest survive. And the only ones that do is if they have immediate, uh, immediate care, because it, it, technically as soon as you have the cardiac arrest, your heart stops and you're dead. And if there's not immediate care, which in my case, fortunately, our company doctor was sitting right next to us uh, watching, watching the matches that they always do in WWE. And, and, you know, I just fell over out of my announce chair and right, basically right in front of him. So he realized something bad was wrong. He checked, could tell that my heart wasn't beating and he started immediately doing compression, the CPR, and uh, it, without that, I mean, if it had happened a few minutes later, or, or or maybe like when I was back at the hotel or something, I would have I would not be here right, today. Right. I would be dead, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's because uh, before I got into radio, uh, I was riding the ambulance. I was a paramedic down in, in KCK, and, and it's, what you're saying is exactly right. So, like, a, a, if you were electrocuted or blunt trauma or you're drowning, you know, those things that just happen to stop your heart, your heart can be restarted. But you, you have to have somebody on it. If if the engine's busted, right. you know, like you're you're just you're pissed, you know, everything if your engine seizes per se, yeah, it's getting not getting restarted again. But And what, what and what everybody didn't realize, they just assumed it was a heart attack. Uh you you said the magic word just a second ago, blunt trauma. I had just had a match, uh me and Randy Orton had just wrestled CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler. And during that match, Dolph Ziggler body slam and while I'm laying there on the mat, he gave me 10 elbows right to my chest, 10 in a row. I mean, bam, jumped up, bam, down again. And, and I swear to God, I've told this story a million times after the fifth elbow that he was dropping on my chest, I said to myself, whatever happened to the days that we used to do this and not kill each other. <laughs> and, and sure enough, what the, what the cardiologist told me later was, those that that blunt trauma knocked my heart off rhythm. Yeah, and it and it took about seven to ten minutes. I was back, finished the match, and was back over at the announce table. And during that time, my heart was uh, uh, fibrillating or something. Anyway, yeah. it was just off rhythm. No, that's and it. It fibrillates. It shakes. Yeah, it basically, it's, yeah. it's then, out of it's out of sync. Out of sync, and then suddenly it seized up, and that was it. I had the cardiac arrest. Oof. And that's where those paddles come in. That that really is the one. Like those those uh, those paddles really do work. But it's only if your heart can get you know shocked back into a sinus rhythm. And, and again, yeah. Well, they they it's been took a while me, for me and and the doctor Doc Doc Sampson, uh, you know, he basically saved my life. And he but he told me later. Fortunately, you know, we there were uh, paramedics. This was in Montreal, Quebec, Canada, and there were two other paramedics there at the show. Because we always have uh, extra, you know, medical help at these shows, and and he told me later, he said, "Man, your heart was not beating, and we had to do the the CPR." And if he said, if those other two guys didn't wasn't there to help me, because my heart didn't beat for 22 minutes, it was 22 minutes before they got to the paddles, and he said, I could have never done it alone. He said, I had to have help. So we traded off the three of us to keep your heart to keep beating, your sure. blood flowing while your heart wasn't beating. And it was 22 minutes before they got the paddles, and then they used the paddles on me seven times. And my, my chest had big burn marks on it 
uh, you know, when I came to at the hospital. Uh, yeah. But they shocked me seven times before it got my heart started beating on the right rhythm again. God dang, man. And do you remember when it was happening? If you're just joining the show, we're talking to Jerry the King Lawler, now WWE Hall of Famer, 168 career championships. I mean, kingjerrylawler.com. You can see it all, but this is the 10th anniversary of it happening. But two things keep coming back to my mind. I'm like, how terrible if they would have thought it was a work that you hadn't told anybody about and they didn't take it as seriously as they did because, you know, you're known for pulling the greatest work of all time. How terribly... I mean, just you just think it could have happened like that, right? Like, it is a possibility that they not, may not have taken it as seriously, like like it was really happening. Right. Well, that yeah, that's the good thing, you know. Of course, our our company doctor, Doc Sampson, he knew it wasn't a work. You know, he he knew that that uh, I was not supposed to be God. laid out, not breathing, and not my heart not beating in the, during the middle of a match. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it, it was it was it was crazy. And you say, what was it like? I mean, I, even even my cardiologist said uh, later on. He said, "Well, let me ask you this: Did you do you remember anything? Did you did you have to see it, or they talk about seeing a bright light? Did you see a light or anything while you were unconscious?" And I said, "No." And he said, "Well, that meant you were going the wrong way." <laughs> <laughs> do you, do, when you, when it, when it happened, do you remember not feeling well? Do you, I mean, because. Did it just it just stopped obviously, and now you're not going to get blood to your brain and oxygen? Did you just did it just feel like going to sleep? Did, was it painful? I did not feel anything, and I did not remember anything. When I woke up, they they kept me on that. Uh, I guess once I got in the hospital, they put me on the prop- propofol or whatever yeah. the same stuff that Michael Jackson was on. Anyway, and I didn't even wake up until three days later, and and when I woke up. Um, I had no idea what had happened. I had no idea where I was. We had been, my fiance and I had been in Aruba two days before, uh, we came back to Canada to, or where I came back to Canada to do the TV show. And when I, I opened my eyes in the hospital and, and Lauren, my fiance was standing there by the, at the bedside and I, I had this thing down my throat. I couldn't even, I couldn't even really talk. So I'm like writing stuff down. And I said, are we still in Aruba? And, uh, I mean, I just, it was like no memory, no warning, nothing. I was just all of a sudden dead. God, that is, I, I guess it's somewhat comforting that it doesn't hurt. If you go that way, sometimes you just go to sleep. But but how insane is that, that you wake up and they're like, you had a heart attack during Raw in Montreal. And you're like, shut up. You know Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly the way it was. Because I didn't, uh, and, and you said it was like, it wasn't even like going to sleep. I literally was watching the match, and it was Kane and Daniel Bryan against somebody, and I'm commentating on the match, and it was like I'm looking up at Kane, and and I just, like, blink my eyes. In my mind, I just, like, blink my eyes, and when I open them, I'm I'm in the hospital, and and Lauren's standing there beside me. So there was, like, no no warning, no feeling of going to sleep, nothing. It was just, like, all of those three days of my, my life were just gone, and I didn't even remember them. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's just crazy, man. That's uh, so. Now, does does it make you look at everything differently? Like how close you came? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think You're because like, oh. I think because it was. Um, I mean, when I when I woke up, 
I, I felt perfectly fine. Other than I did, I, honestly, um, I did have a very sore chest because they actually yeah. fractured one of my ribs during the uh, CPR stuff. Yeah. So that was that was very sore. And I, I sort of thought for a minute because they said, you had a you had a cardiac arrest, and I couldn't really believe it except my chest was so sore. So that then I thought, at that time I'm thinking it was maybe a heart attack and it damaged my heart and my heart was what was so sore. But then then I found out later, you know, that it was just the the fractured rib that was making me so sore. But no, I had I just um, it 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 not I guess it did because it happened so fast and I have no memory of of any pain or any. Uh, bad feeling about it. I, when I came back to, it was like it never even happened to me. And I don't even, I never think about it really until somebody else mentions it to me. I I, I mean, I haven't had any, uh, you know, have, haven't had any problems with a heart, my heart at all since then. So, um, no, I don't even think about it anymore. You know, by the way, I saw you out, uh, I, you posted it up. I think it was on Instagram. You had the Batmobile out the other day. Yeah, uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, they're, I got a I got another phone call coming from those people. The A and E people are uh, were in town, and they're doing a documentary. I don't know if you've seen all the documentaries that they've been doing for next season. Sure. Uh, they're doing my documentary for A and E, and we had the Batmobile out driving it over to the Mid South Coliseum where we had all those famous matches and and all of that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that was. Uh, it's always fun to get the Batmobile out. I love looking at the people's faces. When they look over in their car and all of a sudden the Batmobile's sitting beside them at a red light, you know. <laughs> listen, I know, I know they're calling you, man, to do a whole tour today. So, listen, Jerry, good to hear your voice, my friend. Hopefully we'll catch up soon. Ah, love it, man. Anytime. All right, brother. Stay right there. Hold on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.